It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Come join my recording on Anchor happening right now. That's the way it's worded. Anyways. Right now? Right now. Right now. Right now. Hey, come tomorrow. Right now. Come on. It's everything. This man right here. Right here and now. Well, anyways, good morning and welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> I haven't been awake very long, actually. Just a little. I woke up like right after eight. I just yesterday I like was really tired because I only got like four hours of sleep the night before, and uh, I I usually I can handle it, but I don't know why yesterday I was just like super tired. I mean, I can I can run on three four hours of sleep, no problem, really. But yesterday, I was just like, I guess maybe it was just I was lazy. If I'm at work, it's different because I'm doing stuff. But when I'm at home and I don't have a lot of sleep. But I like, I can't nap. I, I just can't. I don't know why. I can't fall asleep in the middle of the day for some reason. So Napping makes me feel worse. It, and it does, too, honestly. When you wake up, you're like, and you, there's that weird feeling when you've napped like two or three hours. And it was morning, and then it's afternoon. And you're like, whoa. What is this? What it what year is weird. this? Yeah, is it still twenty twenty? Is it twenty twenty? Weird. It is twenty twenty. This is the it first show is. of twenty twenty. This is the first show of twenty twenty. Yeah, that is true. Welcome to heels and heels and quads twenty twenty. Oh my gosh, that's our rebranding. Heels yeah, and heels quads and quads. Because you can anybody can rebrand twenty twenty. I just wanted to do something real quick before we got into anything. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it while you're sipping your coffee. Da 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 Lager, lager, lager. Congratulations to Jushin Thunder Lager on his retirement. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I had a feeling you were gonna do the the music, but yeah, that's it's cool. I do wish it was just a singles match, but at the same time. I mean, if you want to see a singles match, he's got like 30 years of them. So just yeah. look back in history and find one of those. Yeah, while I was They're waiting, I good. watched because uh, New Year's Dash was this morning slash last night. Yeah. Or tonight, depending on what part of the world you're in. And uh, man, that retirement ceremony, they're, the Japanese people do it up. Like it's a big, it's a big respectful. deal. Yeah. And like just everybody came out and. And then they had a special, uh, his wife came out and his son came out and that was super emotional because his son was like crying and stuff. And then, uh, Tanahashi starts crying and then they have, they're like, 
And now I look to the screen for a special message, and it was fucking Antonio Inoki. So that oh, was nice. like a huge fucking thing. Like the crowd went ape shit when they when he that came was up on, on New the Year's screen. Dash? Yeah, I might watch that today. Yeah, I started it. I got through the ceremony, and then right as soon as that ended, pretty much he texted me like, "Hey, when are we doing this?" Oh, okay. So I got to finish the end it. of the show, or the start no? It's of the, show? the beginning. That's what he wanted. Oh, okay. They wanted okay. to do it at the end, and he's like, "No, that's not who I am." So. He was always the opener, so. Yeah, that's true. He is the opening guy. Well, yeah. Was he wearing his mask? He was. Full full body suit, full mask, cape, everything. I want that ma- I want to buy a mask. I, I want a mask, for... too. Yeah. And I want to get one of those flu masks, too, that all the other Japanese people had. Well, I f- feel like we... I think Americans, we're not as up to par as far as health goes. Like, we should all wear those. Everybody. Uh, yeah, that's why they don't... That's why they're not sick. And they don't get the flu all the time and shit because they're not coughing all over each other. Well, I'm sure they should. You're sure they should? Well, yeah, they poop. It's yeah. just rice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had I had the, I had some fine Japanese food yesterday, so no no harm done there. I, I'm almost I pounded tempted. some sushi, dude. I'm tempted to go for lunch because the kids are back in school. Woo! Oh, look at that. You got the you got the house to yourself right now. Yeah. Well, I got the van to myself. Amanda's reading in the house. That's right. So. I was just about to retract my statement because <laughs> you said you were going to the mobile studio. Yeah. So there was a reason for that. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's harder to be in character when somebody's looking at you. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a little weird. I get all shy. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, sure, Levi. Okay. Uh-huh. And I've had, I've had someone tell me they wanted to watch me. And I was like, what? Like they wanted to watch me do this, and I was like, "That's uh, that's interesting. Like, what is that going to do for you?" That's strange. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's really weird. Like a random person, like somebody you like kind of know. No, like a like a family member wanted to watch me do it. Oh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, like my family doesn't <laughs> like other than Amanda and the boys. Nobody else gives a shit about this. Yeah. Yeah, it's it was really strange. And this person asked Mariah, they were like, you think he'd let me watch? And she was like, I don't know, but why do you want to do that? Did she tell them that the show sucks? <laughs> no, she just was like, <laughs> I think she was baffled at the yeah, fact she that, was, like, why do you want to watch? What? Like, that's like, do you want to watch me have sex? Yeah. You know, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm out on that. <laughs> Either, Can I either watch you record your podcast. Either one. That's just strange. <laughs> I, yeah. No. No. You can't watch me have sex either. Yes. That. Just go ahead and answer that question. Yeah. yeah no. But I think. <laughs> hang on. Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> I think somebody wanting to watch you record a podcast is more strange than somebody wanting to watch you have sex. Yeah, because at least when you watch someone have sex, you can bust a nut. Yeah, and that's fine. You're getting some enjoyment out of it. Yeah, but like, what are you getting when you watch me? record a podcast i mean i guess like, you help them make the curry in a way you're apparently helping them make the curry yeah. but like what what's getting them off about that i don't know man it's really it's different i mean i i wasn't at first i was like i was like yeah that'd be kind of weird and then as like time went by i was like why did he why did he want to see that no i understand because i mean obviously we have a couple of videos on youtube and stuff but even that, like, just listening to us, if you know what we look like, you kind of have an idea of what it's like to be on a podcast. Uh, 
So, like, or watch any other podcast. It's no different than anything else. Yeah, it's just, yeah. We, we just don't have great, reliable internet, which is probably the main reason we don't do video. See, if we made not a kayfabe shit ton of money, but, like, a real-life shit ton of money off of it, I'd let everybody watch. Yeah, you can watch. I see would I make my money. If we made enough money that we could stay at home and do nothing but watch wrestling and record podcasts, I would do podcasts naked. Yeah, and I would have uh, we would, a major, like, gym membership so I didn't get fat. We would be would on, happen. like, porn <laughs> or something. Yeah, we could be sponsored by yeah. it, you know? I don't know, but I'd like to watch someone record their podcast and just spank myself. <laughs> <laughs> they look, they're like recording, they look over, and I'm just jerking off. I'm like, just keep going, just keep going. Just keep, don't look at me. Just keep rolling, just keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, uh, and then the, uh, uh, all right, dude, I can't concentrate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just keep going, spe- man, it's all good. Speaking of real money, uh, Patreon paid out today so thank you to our patrons yeah that fat lump son dude i don't know if you got your email that you got money but you did yeah i did i transferred it today all uh tomorrow yeah so your bank i'll get some tic tacs does your bank really take that long to transfer uh no it just says like it it just says like one business day yeah and it's usually in there like maybe an hour later if not less than oh okay yeah it's yeah yeah, you, I'm spending it today. Yeah, go go buy yourself something nice. You know, a couple, <laughs> you can get a couple of bangs. You can get a couple of Hell bangs. Yeah, a cop co- maybe a medium coffee. I could probably get a tall. Yeah, you, or a, you uh, can't get a venti. You can't get a venti. No, you can't get a venti. But you that, can get so a grande. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I could man. probably buy some. Uh, I could probably buy like a USB from the gas station. Like that'd be cool. I don't know, man. Sometimes those are seven, eight bucks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on where you go. Yeah. Like truck stops are. But regardless, people had to work hard for that money, so thank you. Yeah, all jokes aside, it's just, you know, we just don't have a massive stream of patrons. And also, uh, to our patrons who are listening who are in the $10 tier right now, uh, we need to get in contact and do our a virtual hangout thing on Skype or whatever. Yeah, so we that need way... to do that. We're behind. Like, Amanda going in the hospital yeah. put me behind so much. We didn't do a, a bonus episode, so we actually owe two bonus episodes. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll knock them out. Yeah. It's all right. Um, and I actually sent Levi, what was it, Friday night? That video of Daniel, or Brian Danielson and Juicy Thunder Liger from Ring of Honor. Yeah, I'm excited to watch I wanna that. I want to do that. I, like, I seriously think that's one of them for the month. Oh, it is for sure. Like, there's no, there's no question about that. Just the little clip I saw, I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I definitely want to do this." You know, it's gonna be so good. Yeah. Speaking of so good, unless we got anything else to talk about, Wrestle Kingdom 14 just happened. Uh, we can uh, let's congratulate. Uh, I guess I'll start with the sad note. Congratulate the Seattle Seahawks who beat Levi's Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. I mean, we kind of knew it was coming. I didn't expect them to win, but yeah. yeah. I mean, it was... I got a text because I had watched some of it, and then, like, I quit watching and just forgot. And, uh, like I said, dude, I've been weird about football this year. Like, I just forgot about football. Uh, But I was watching some of the game, and then I got a text that was like, yeah, that that hit to Wentz was bullshit. 
And I was like, yeah. And then I looked at the game, and it says 17-9, and I was like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, like, I've seen this so many times with the Eagles, it doesn't even phase me anymore. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to the Minnesota Vikings, who beat the New Orleans Saints, which actually, I, w- I mean, I was rooting for the Vikings because uh, one of the other bartenders at work, she's a huge Minnesota Vikings fan. So I was rooting for them. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and, they, and they beat the Saints, so that's a big deal. Uh, congratulations to the Texans who beat the Bills. Thankfully, uh, really good game. Went to overtime, dude. I was a little bummed that the Bills didn't didn't go. I'm not gonna lie. I can't root for an AFC East team, huh? I can't root for an AFC East team. I, just I know because of it. the Jets, right? But I mean, it, it's I mean, it's it's great that they made it. Good for that organization and their fans, but. I was I was feeling I was feeling the Bills this year, man. I was I was really liking them, and I, I I like I like the Bills for I don't really know what reason, um, but I just enjoy the Bills. I think it's like I like the Jets too. If I'm talking New York, the Giants I don't like because I can't root for another NFC East. Right. So, <laughs> so there's that stuff, but. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, oh. but here's did I you know have, where you were did going. You had chili with this. too yesterday. <laughs> I had talk. I had burrito last night. Oh actually. damn! You had Japanese and Mexican in one day. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna be blowing. No, no wonder you were on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But hey, I know where you were going with this, and I'm so excited to say it. We can say it together. Oh no, you can congratulations. say it. congratulations, congratulations to the. Fucking Tennessee Titans, you are my heroes. If you guys did nothing else, if the Tennessee Titans did nothing else in the playoffs, if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, if they don't make it past divisional, they beat the motherfucking New England Patriots and cut them out in the wild card. You know how long it's been since the Patriots lost in the wild. You know how long been how long it's been since they've been in the wild card. Yeah. <laughs> like they lost in the fucking wild card. Yeah, because they suck. So all you Boston and Patriots fans fucking suck on that. Tennessee is dope, and you suck. There you go, bitch. You won't be making it to the Super Bowl this year. Thank God. <sighs> God, that felt good. Tennessee, Titans, the organization, and your fans, you guys are the real MVPs right now. Seriously, the MVPs of Wild Card Weekend, dude. I don't, like, literally, I mean, the Titans have, like, that's awesome. And I'm not going to be I'm so not awesome. going to be mad if if the Titans won the Super Bowl. I wouldn't be mad at that. Good for them. No, I know? wouldn't either. Hell of, they're close. Hell of so. a franchise uh, doing it with Ryan Tannehill, who I didn't they, think never would won ever do anything because he was in Miami for so long. But good, good for him. Good for the team. Good for the fans. Great. Uh, I think and that they've never won the Super Bowl. So I think Baltimore and Baltimore is going to be the the top dog in the AFC. The though. AFC, yeah. Oh my definitely. god, they're so good. It's like nasty how good they are. I think it. I think it's going to come out to a the conference shootout between the Chiefs and the Baltimore, and then on the NFC side, it's we're probably looking at. See, NFC sucks. It's kind of hard having an NFC team. Like my Eagles are nine and seven, and they like there's like other people in the playoffs like that. But I think on the NFC side, man, it's like maybe the the 49ers are pretty hot. So they could go all the way? Yeah, I think it's going to be the Ravens and the 49ers. You think so? Yeah, I think the 49ers have it on lockdown in the NFC. Yeah. Like, I'm like 90% sure. Uh, AFC, it's going to come down to either Baltimore or Kansas City. 
That's realistically that's what that's, it is. Unless I mean, the Texans just go off or something. I mean, Who there's got- always that little chance that one of those small, you know, smaller teams will come up. But I mean, th- those two are the juggernauts of the season. So. Uh, who does that? Who does that make for next week? Divisional. Who goes to Baltimore and who goes to KC? Uh, let me pull up NFL real quick. I'm not. I mean, I'm not in any huge hurry, so I'm not worried about it. No, I mean, I got the internet browser pulled up. I can do that. Here we go. Oh shit! Is it Texans at Kansas City? And then uh, <sighs> Titan fuck? Titans at Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. The Texans and the Titans probably aren't getting past. Kansas City. Okay, yeah. So sat- <clears throat> Saturday, we have the Vikings nice. and the Niners at three thirty nice. Uh, nice. Central Time. Like That'll that. be good. The six seed versus the one seed. Then we've yeah. got. This is strange because in both both divi- both conferences, we've got the six seeds still in it. So we've got the Titans and the Ravens at seven o'clock on Saturday, and then Sunday we've got uh, the four seed Texans versus the second seed Chiefs. At 2.05 okay. on Sunday, not 2.05 live. And then 5.40 Sunday, uh, the five, the fifth seed Seahawks versus the second seed Packers. I hope the Packers destroy the Seahawks. Uh, I mean, that, that's, that's what I that. got them. I, like, Packers, the Packers hold a place in my heart, and they're kind of like my, my second team, you know, because my family's from Wisconsin, right. my mom's side. So I'm definitely a Packers fan at heart. So, and that might be the first time I've ever said it on here, but Tommy can vouch for me. That's definitely true. I think you've said it before. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I have. I, I know I've said I it to know. you before. I know you've said it to me. So I just assume when you say something to me, it was on the podcast because we don't talk. <laughs> well, we used to. <laughs> well, I but mean, yeah, I think about it though. We did. spend an hour, two hours a week doing this. Like that's... we do all the talking we need to yeah. right here. Cause this is, this is legit how we would probably shoot the shit anyways. Yeah. It's not like it's any different than us just sitting down and watching wrestling and talking. Except we would probably be a little more vulgar if we did that. Yeah. We, and our wives would be super over us. We we watch it somewhat on here. Not much, but, I mean, we get pretty nasty. But we've gotten nastier in person. So oh, like yeah. It's, poss- it's possible that we're, we definitely hold back a little bit yeah. on here. So One of- I'm excited to talk about Wrestle Kingdom, dude. All right, well, let's go. What it. did you say before I cut you off? You said want it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, one of these days, like if if we if we if that's what it takes for us to make money, I will get so fucking nasty on here. If that's yeah, what, dude, we could if, get. I'm gonna yeah. put up a Twitter poll today. Do you want us to be more vulgar? Vulgar. <laughs> more vulgar. Vulgar. Yes or no. It's a yes or no question, so the answer will determine how we go moving forward. If you want us to be nasty, if you, if that's what it takes to get you to listen to our show more and tell your friends and tell your enemies like we always fucking tell you to do. We've been reminding you for two years. Yeah, like if that's what it takes, I'll fucking do it. I'd, I'll pull no punches anymore. Yeah, I can do it too. I can get, I got some... I can definitely get pretty fucking nasty, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're uh, looking for, like, racist comments and shit, we're not going to do that, but. Oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, okay. let's talk Wrestle Kingdom, man. I'm excited. I'm not really going to do racist comments. I, because everybody, the lines are blurred in racism anyway. Yeah. People will probably think what I said about eating sushi was racist earlier, which yeah. it wasn't. No. It's just. 
the fine folks in Japan eat a lot of rice. Yep. It's just a fucking fact. Yep. And we eat a lot of shit food because we're Americans. And we're all so, fat and overweight. That's, I mean, yeah, and we're all pieces wanna, of shit. If you want to say I'm pointing fingers, I mean, take a look at the fucking Americans. Yeah, Damn. go look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> <clears throat> I'm going to clear my throat first, and then I'm going to just kind of say the results of this dark and pre-show matches, and then we'll talk about the main cards. Okay. So, uh, Mayu Iwatani and Arisa Hoshiki defeated Henu Kimura and Yulia. This is night one. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. This is the start of match. Yes, they, night didn't, one. they didn't air yeah. it, which I was kind of bummed no, it was about. Dark. Kinda yeah, I would have watched that. Yeah. Yeah. I would have gone back and watched it. I didn't watch these. Oh, night one, I started watching at um, Thin Juice. So I actually still, probably today, will go back and watch the first three eight man tag matches because I was. There was a method for my madness. I did want to just kind of watch. Uh, Liger's matches like back to back today. Um, I also, yeah. Anyways, okay. So pre-show match: uh, Toa Hanari, Carl Fredericks, Clark Connors, and Alex Coughlin defeated the Great Bash Heel Togi uh, Togi Makabe and Tom Tomoki Tomoki Hanma, Yoda Tsuji, and Yuya Yumer. Uh, I botched their names, but yeah, that, that <laughs> you, you get the idea. <clears throat> that happened at the first match of the pre-show, and the second match of the pre-show was Tenkozi. That's uh, Hiroyoshi Tenzin and Satoshi Kojima defeated Yuji Nagata and Manabu Nakanishi. <clears throat> so that happened. Nailed those. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, the eight-man tag matches, you can. Just take the driver's seat on those, since I didn't watch them yet. Uh-huh. Uh, but the show opened with Liger's first of two retirement matches on night one. Naoki Sano, Shinjiro Otani, Tatsuhito Takaiwa, and Rasuki Taguchi defeated Jushin Thunder Liger, Tatsumi Fujinami, the great Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. Yeah. And Norio, Norio Hanaga was the special... Referee. <clears throat> I don't know why I got this frog in my throat so much. Because you just woke <clears throat> up. We... Oh, it's been fine up until now. Now that I want to start talking more. And speaking Japanese. And, yeah, the Japanese is what's messing me up. <laughs> it's all that rice. But what I ate, what I ate yesterday, <laughs> yeah. Not what is it, reading. Um, so, so this match, I mean, it was, 
it was a bunch of legends in an eight-man tag match. Everybody kind of got yeah. their little spots in. Uh, uh, it, I mean, it, it, it was just fun to watch. There's not really a lot to talk about. It's cool because okay. it's Liger's, yeah. you know, first of two retirement matches. <laughs> so, obviously, going into it, you're, you're assuming he's going to win, but he doesn't. So, there's that. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of like that, though. He's kind of just saying, hey, you know. He doesn't need to. Yeah, he doesn't. It, that's not the, <clears throat> it, it reminded me a lot of, like, a Chris Jericho match. Like, he doesn't have And who? Him. Like, he's just. Who wins the retirement match anyway? Nobody should. Yeah. Ric Flair. Well, it wasn't really his retirement match, as we found out later on, but. One of many. Shawn Michaels. Well, it wasn't really his retirement match, come to find yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. But, See, that's what yeah. sucks, is like. But I think Liger will stick to oh, that. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he, he, like I said, I watched his retirement speech, and he was saying, you know, he was apologizing <laughs> to his wife and son for, for being on the road for so long, and now he's coming home, and they're going to have to put up with him. So it was a, it was a fun eight, eight-man tag match. Good to see legends, uh, Hall of Famers. Uh, so, yeah, just it was fun. Well, I right. mean, if you haven't watched it, watch it. But nothing yeah, – I mean, I obviously no it. championship, you know, on the line or – no, right. No, nothing further down the road is going to come out of it. It was just good to watch. Just a fun old Legends eight man tag. And match. I didn't realize that the the Tiger Mask that is Tiger Mask now has been Tiger Mask since like '86. I didn't realize it was the same guy. I had to look it up. Uh, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's right there with Liger. <laughs> yeah, actually longer. That's the craziest yeah. thing. Uh, Suzuki Gun. Next up was Suzuki Gun. Zack Sabre Jr., Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, and El Desperado defeated Los Ingobernables de Japan, Sonata, Evil, Shingo Takagi, and Bushi by submission. They won by submission. Yes. <clears throat> so this was these guys is uh, getting on the card on night one. Yeah, and that's what it and was. I'd... Zack Sabre Jr. got the got the submission on, and. Another one of those just eight man, you know, with New Japan, the eight man tag matches like they're so much fun to watch, but there's so much going on. Like it's it's hard. Yeah, to, it's, it's really hard to keep up time. or even hard to like really review it. Like if yeah. I watch this match three times, I could give you a, a pinpoint kind of review on everything. But it, yeah, these eight man tags, if you're interested in them, just go back and watch them because they're hard to talk about. There's not really a ton to cover in them. And with that, I'll just. Just say the next one real quick. Um, Chaos is Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, Toru Yano, and Yoshihashi defeated Bullet Club. Kenta, Bad Luck Fale, Yujiro Tagahashi, and Chase Owens. I will say in this match, though, like I know I just said <clears throat> these eight-man tag matches, just go back and watch them. This <clears> – damn it. Get it. This match, though, uh, I was very, very impressed with Chase Owens, surprisingly. he Yeah, that's interesting. He really – really showed that he was a he was coming into his own he he's almost he was really the ring general of the match like he was calling the spots he was telling who telling the other guys in the bullet club who needed to tag in he was i mean it was it was very very cool to watch him really lead his his tag partners in that match hmm. i'll go back and watch that and it's good to see him finally like seem like he's more prominent because we've always said, you know, he always seems like he's at the kind of the he's bottom of the barrel the, of the bullet yeah. club. But I was yeah. I was very impressed. <clears throat> All right, well, 
then kind of we get past these eight man tag matches on night one and this is where I This is this is show. where it gets really juicy. Oh my god. Finn Juice, which is Juice Robinson and David Finley. That is such a fed name to put together. Finn Juice. Yeah, just slap it together. <laughs> Defeated Gorillas of Destiny to win the IWGP tag team titles, and this makes Gorillas of Destiny 0-4 at Wrestle Kingdom. They've lost every year at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. <clears throat> so, that's interesting. I didn't realize... I mean, I guess I kind of knew that they, like, always lose the belts at Wrestle Kingdom, but they, I didn't realize that they were just straight up 0-4 at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, they've never won. You know, I thought maybe it was like there was one win back in the day, but... And see, I felt that they won the belts last year at Wrestle Kingdom. So that's where I was like, when they said that, I was like, hang on a second. Is that, oh my God, I had to look it up again. You know, that's another thing about New Japan. Whoa, what was that? Uh, It's my reminder to pay rent. (laughs) (laughs) On New Japan, like I have to look a lot of stuff up, which I'm fine with. Yeah. yeah. But I I try not to look at my phone as much when I'm watching, like say Wrestle Kingdom, because I want to watch the great wrestling that's going on. But with, ooh. I'm sorry, everybody who's listening and me just hacking. Like, I don't, this came, literally, it came out of nowhere. I drank my coffee, <laughs> and now my throat is just clogged up with all kinds of shit. I have, there's no good reason for it. I'm not sick. It just happened. And I'm interrupting you, and I apologize yeah. to the audience. And I apologize to you. Yeah, it happens. It's no I apologize to the fine Japanese folks who are listening to see what we thought of their pay-per-view. Yeah. Well, uh, anyways, I really like this match. <laughs> 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 it's like okay, uh, okay then. <laughs> well, I was just trying to kind of keep the ball rolling. Oh, yeah, keep it rolling, yeah, dog. Um... <laughs> what are you, Randy Jackson? <laughs> Yo, dog, that didn't work for me. Uh, this match was really good. I really liked God working the shoulder of David Finley. I thought that was mm-hmm. you know great. Just anybody who knew that David Finley was out due to a shoulder injury, it, it was just smart storytelling throughout the match. Uh, <clears throat> juice was juice. He was great. Uh, and the flamboyant that the gay policeman outfit that he came in, like with the police hat and the glasses and the mustache, like it's clearly like a gay, like a gay uh, nightclub reference or something. Uh, yeah, it's like, almost like village people ask. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. Actually. Yeah, I liked his, I liked his uh, little entrance gimmick he had going there. That was. That was quite common, but he is the flamboyant. And also with the the Fu Manchu and the Uncle Terry type shirt, and then he tore it. Yeah. Yeah, that was Like the whole thing, the whole spiel was just good. That's why we love it, man. It's great. Yeah. But it was cool to see these guys kind of just a, you know, just a came together tag team when uh, the tag titles against G.O.D. Like watching Wrestle Kingdom... Moving forward, look, I've been disappointed by WWE for 10 years now, and I am excited for 2020 and moving forward to start my, just start paying way more attention to Japan. Like, I plan on, I plan on watching more Japan this year, just because it's just good. Like, the thing is, this is, I know Wrestle Kingdom is Wrestle Kingdom, but there's like 20 shows like this, a year, or more from New Japan every year. Like this is just the normal, and we stuff. and we say it every we said it every year. We're like, oh yeah, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. We're watching that, and then we're watching Japan. We always say it. I, this year, I am like, I'm fucking doing it. this year. I'm doing G1. Like I'm I, I think watch yeah, G1. oh yeah, I'm watching, and they're doing it later this year yeah. too. But I think I'm legit 
like, I would like to say now I'm going to cancel my network subscription and subscribe to New Japan, but it is Rumble and WrestleMania season, so I kind of have to keep it around. After WrestleMania, I'll probably be canceling my WWE subscription and just subscribing to Japan for the rest of the year because SummerSlam probably be a letdown. Survivor Series will suck. And then next year, January, maybe I'll, maybe I'll subscribe again. But I know, I know this year, definitely, like we said it on Quad Mania 2, go back and listen to that, uh, that we were going to plan on watching more Japan. Because, dude, it, it's just a phenomenal product, mm-hmm. man. Like, it's so good. I, like, watching Wrestle Kingdom got me excited for wrestling again. Like, I've been kind of just going to get bored of it, yeah. you know? It's a refresher and every year. Like last year, we took so that long-ass break, and then we come back after Wrestle Kingdom, and it was like we were on fire. Like excited. Yeah, man. Last year, that again. first January and February last year, we had some of the greatest numbers we've ever had on our show. Because we were firing, watching Japan. We had a stuff. break, but I, I didn't feel like this year I needed a break because we had, you know, AEW and so much stuff going on that yeah, was new. Yeah, there's other different. stuff. Right. So I didn't feel right. like I needed a, a break from wrestling. But this definitely, like, kept the fire burning this year with – or this last half of the year. And then going into the new year, it's like, God, fucking Wrestle Kingdom always does it. Like, just get you fucking pumped for wrestling in, in yeah, the no, new I'll year. Yeah, no, I'll probably watch night one or two again today. Honestly, probably night one because it's I watched it two days ago and I'd like to watch it again. But I, New Year's Dash is okay to me, but it's always just, you know, it's literally just tag matches, so I'm not, like, super it, into it. New Year's Dash is always more about that element of surprise. Something always happens at the end, and you kind of get the new yeah. challenger or whatever. <laughs> like, two years ago, we got Jericho coming out, and it was just something we didn't expect it because we thought it was just going to be a one-off match, and then he was going to be out. but And then he was gone for six months, but he came back. It was cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, like, Dominion this year, I'm sure will be fucking... I'm sure it'll be amazing. It'll be crazy. I wanna... It'll probably be Okada versus Naito, yeah. if we're being honest. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Um, but I also, I even want to, like, watch, like, Best of the Super Juniors this year. Because I think that... I want to watch that really bad. God, those you. fucking junior heavyweights are so fucking good over there. Like, it's just nuts. Well, we're almost to that. Right now, we're at John Moxley defeated Lance Archer. Uh, in the Texas death match for the IWGP United States Championship. He defeated him by knockout, so the 10 count. Uh, this match, for me, could have been more brutal if they really wanted to call it a Texas death match. Did it feel rushed but to you? It definitely felt rushed, okay. and it felt... it. W- there was no Texas death match about it. It was just a no-DQ match, in my opinion. There wasn't really, there wasn't really anything crazy going on, other than like the submission or 10 count thing. It was really just a no DQ match. Uh, I liked it. Lance Archer is a beast. Yes. Um, and Moxley won the title. So, and obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably know what happened night two. And if you don't, plug your ears real quick. But um, Moxley being the U.S. champ going to AEW, are we going to see the belt on TV? That's, I mean, I guess we can talk more about that on night yeah, two. Yeah, we'll talk more about that on night two because <laughs> I have actually quite a bit to talk about night two. Okay, um, so Moxley beat Lance Archer in the faux Texas deathmatch. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi defeated Will Ospreay, which we called this. Yeah. He, he had to win that match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. This match is an easy, like, this is the easy five stars. Uh, yeah, five it, quads, whatever you want to call it. it easy watch. Amazing. Yeah. And I actually was sitting at work, 
and I started playing this. It was Saturday. There's like a Razorback basketball game going on, so nobody was at my job. Right. Yeah. And oh, so speaking of which, congratulations, Arkansas Razorbacks. You guys are fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like 12 and 1, dude. <laughs> they're so good, man. It's nuts. It's so crazy that they're that uh, good. But this is the first match that I actually watched with one of my coworkers who. He actually was into wrestling at one point, I think like 08 to 2011 era ish. Like when he was, he's younger, so that was probably his junior high and high school days, whatever. But I watched this match with him, and he was like, oh, 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 dude, it's just like, yeah. if you show the average person this person this match, like the bumps they take and just those pile drivers and that like front flip pile driver that uh, Tagahashi does, dude, it, and Osprey's. Oz Cutter, like, dude, this match was just awesome, and I want to watch it again. It was really, really good, and I'm and I'm glad Takahashi took that win. Yes, I'm I'm with you 100. percent I can't say anything else on that match other than it's fucking five stars. It's it's an easy watch, and if you have like when we review something or we talk about a show, and we're like this pumped about it, this tells you to go back and fucking watch that. Yeah, show. don't just, just listen it, to us talk about it. I mean, yeah. listen to us talk about it even first. I mean, even if you know what's going to happen, the matches in Japan are so worth going back and watching. Like, you can watch a Japan match from fucking 30 years ago, and it's still good. They're all, like, they're all paced like this. They're all really good. hmm Okay, and then we get one of the two main events on night one. Tetsuya Naito defeated Jay White for the Intercontinental, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. It was a 33, almost 34-minute match. Um, I, I don't know if it was just me, but, well, first of all, I love it. I'm not about to shit on it. I yeah. just, um, Jay White is that slow, methodical heel, like that, that, I hate to say slow, methodical, because it sounds like Randy Orton, but he's that slow moving, like evil heel that, you know, he's just playing the American in the mix. He's doing yeah. the American heel thing. I actually like that comparison, Jay White and Randy Orton. Not that, not that Jay White is, you know boring or you know whatever and well, his managers aren't making him be boring that's right. probably why randy's boring right randy could use like when his dad was there that was my favorite randy orton when cowboy bob was there uh, that yeah, was my favorite randy orton ruthless heel yeah. yes but but now it's like you know whatever we talk about randy orton fuck him uh, not really but <laughs> we talk about him enough so i'm not gonna ruin russell kingdom for uh to talk about Randy Orton. But no, I, I like that comparison. I thought that was good. Yeah, and this was a fantastic match. I was, uh, these two main events, I was the whole time kind of like, the false finishes were really getting me and my heart was kind of pumping because I was like, there was a certain match I wanted to see on night two. Um, but yeah, Naito winning. I was so happy that he won. And I figured there was kind of no way around it. I figured he was going to be in the main event of night two. But him and Jay White, dude, is, I mean, it's one of those five-star, four five-star matches, dude. It's one of the best yeah. matches of the weekend. I really enjoy it. Kind of, it was kind of a clash of styles in a way. Yeah, I, I'd give it four. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd they worked four. well together, but it wasn't like, like, I mean, I was into it. And like you said, the false finishes always just, I, I love false The finishes. 20 false Desdinos or whatever. The, he didn't do that many, but yeah. The the Japanese style of false finishes is so much better than Yeah, it makes it, it makes it really good. I love it. Anyways. You good on that match? 
Yeah. Night Night Two is kind of Night Two is kind of the conclusion. It's the good stuff. Yeah. It's, Not that it's this the is meat. good. Yeah. It's the uh, meat and potatoes. Then we got Okada, Kazuchika Okada defeated Kota Ibushi to retain his IWGP Heavyweight Championship in 39 minutes and 16 seconds. I was I was like I love Okada and I can see him on top, you know, but I wanted Ibushi to get that opportunity, so it was definitely a bummer to see him win in that aspect, but also Abushi delivered a 10-star performance, dude. Just the way he looked in the ring. And... <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> so, We're fucking heels, man. Yeah, dude, yeah. Uh, that's what I... <laughs> so, this match was like... it. It's hard to say if you watch nothing else, watch this, because you could say that about the whole show, but this was definitely the highlight of night one, next yeah. to uh, Takahashi and Osprey, right? These kind of go hand in hand. Naito and Jay White, you know, like you said, it was good, but it, it was a four-star. It wasn't quite a five-star. Okada and Ibushi was a five-star match. And uh, Ibushi's thing where he gets, like, he starts no-selling, and then he started fucking decking Okada... Like, he was hitting him hard, dude, the yeah. punches. And I was like, is this – like, I saw it, and I was like, this is a shoot, dude. He, like, he's pissed right now. But, you know, obviously it wasn't. But Just that like, strong style. Yeah, dude, he was – like, you could hear it. He was hitting him. It sounded like meat hitting meat. It was crazy. Like, when you slap a steak on the countertop or something. But it's, a, it's quite a bummer to see Ibushi not move forward tonight to – it was the build. Champ. Yeah. You get invested in somebody, even us, like, not constantly watching New Japan, but we he knew enough G1. to know. He won G1. We knew enough to know Kenny's gone, so he's, it's kind of like Ibushi's time, or we felt like it was, and a lot yeah. of fans did, but it's it's always a bummer when you are so, like, Confident mentally. they're going to win and emotionally invested in somebody winning a match and they don't win. That's the yeah. that's the beauty of being a pro wrestling fan is when you want somebody to win so bad, you don't realize how big of a fan you are until you want somebody to win so bad and they don't win. Yeah, I was I mean, I was legit bummed out when I saw him laying there and he lost and Okada Okada got to move to the the winners match the next night, but But obviously it made sense going into the night too that we're going to get to now, but it all, I mean, it all makes sense because you don't want him to win for, you know, basically one night. Earmuffs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Anyways, so moving forward to night two. Yeah, Okada and Ibushi. It was such a good match. Such a good match. Uh, night two has a pre-show match, and it's a gauntlet for the Never Openweight Six-Man Tag Team Championships. I'm not reading all those names, but LIJ won. Yeah. I was Evil say, Shingo Takagi to. and Bushi defeated <laughs> yeah. all the other teams for the never open weight six man titles. It was twenty two minutes and twenty three seconds. A lot going on. Just yeah, just crazy. It's hard. To, it's hard to keep up with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the first official match on night two's card is Romu Takahashi and Ryu Lee, aka Dragon Lee, defeated Jushin Thunder Liger and Naoki Sano. Uh, this was Jushin Liger. Thunder Liger's official retirement match, 12 minutes, 16 seconds. I liked how when it ended, uh, Takahashi and Dragon Lee were talking to Liger at the end when he was laying there and standing yeah. up. And, like, they were kind of, like, you know, obviously 
kind of like The Rock and Stone Cold. When Stone Cold was laying there and The Rock was talking to him, it was kind of that exact situation here to me. They were definitely paying their respects and being like, thank you. So, but yeah, it was a it was a fun match to watch too. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, one of the one of those matches, like we said about night one, you know, you kind of have a feeling Liger's not going to win at this point after he lost on night one. Yeah, but but it's it's twelve minutes, almost thirteen minutes. So I mean, if if you're a fan of pro wrestling and and you have that kind of respect for somebody who's leaving, I definitely watch it because it's the last time you're going to see him in the ring. Yeah, because like like we said, they're more likely to stick to him being done <laughs> than say the Fed. Yeah, because they don't do blood money. No. Yeah. Uh, Rapungi three K Yo and Show still don't know who's who. Defeated Bullet Club. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Still don't know who's who. Uh, Rapungi three K defeated Bullet Club's ta- uh, Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasma for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles. Uh, Ishimori is every time I see that guy, I like, I was just I, about to say it. I, I was like, I was hoping you would say it because I was going to say it too. He's just fucking so ripped. Dude, he's so small and he's so ripped. And every time I look at him, like if I was beyond ripped, that's what I would look like because I'm not like that tall. You can see how tall he is. And then quick. you get further down the card and you see Chris Jericho and that's what I look like. He's five foot four, dude. He, I'm taller than him. Yeah, I'm taller than two. <laughs> By an inch, I'm t- I'm taller than Ishimori. What about show and yo? Where? How tall are they? Five foot eight. Yeah, they're like right there with us. Uh, anyways, uh, this was a fun. This is a really fun match to watch. I was kind of nodding in and out watching this match on the couch because I put it on live, and uh, I was definitely nodding in and out during this. But I saw all the good spots of you know Bullet Club jumping on. Yo or shows back whoever that was just just a high flying junior tag match man it's a I I could go back and watch it any time of the day and just love it because it's just junior tag title matches man are just high flying they're always moving there's high no flying, slowing fast down paced yeah that stuff yep it's always enjoyable so we're playing three K once again doing something with the junior tags at Wrestle Kingdom but that's fine because they're awesome. We've come to realize that they're usually going to be in that spot. They're the G.O.D. of Junior Tag in Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. <laughs> Except they win. Yeah. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. retained his British Heavyweight Championship against Sonata in 12 minutes, 32 seconds. That was, this, was a, this was a really fun match to watch, man. Just the chain wrestling and the, uh, just the chemistry that they had. It's kind of weird that they had so much chemistry, but... Zach's chain wrestling and submissions and Sonata's hard hitting, but his ability to do the same thing, the chain wrestling and the submissions. And it's just, it, this was a real fun match to watch. And I like the idea of this kind of kicking off the singles competition in uh, Wrestle Kingdom night two, man. I, I had a lot of fun watching it. Once again, I was kind of this one. I started watching at bedtime. I was laying in bed with my phone watching it, but I was dozing out. So I woke up yesterday morning and, put it on and actually got to sit and watch it. And I was like, wow, I'm glad I didn't sleep through this because pretty good match, man. Yeah. And Sonata, I mean, he has those brushes with main event uh, caliber you know, or just being in the main event even, but yeah. th- this is one of those matches I could see say five years down the road, main eventing wrestle kingdom. Like these two guys. Yeah. 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 Totally. Put a, put, you know, if, if Zach puts on a little more mass, and these two going for that, you know, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, 
Zach's really good at what he does. I like his. He, he is. I I would have loved to have seen this match go twenty. I think I could, twelve yeah, was was that. a little too yeah. short, but but it's an opener. It, it, I mean, that's yeah, what it, it always seems. For. Yeah, it's it always seems like you know they they build that card. We talk about it. They build that card and like they kind of stick to that because they want to give those main event matches forty minutes to an hour. Yeah. Exactly. But but like I said, I could definitely see this match, you know, being one of those forty minute matches down the road. That British title is the Rep Revolution Rep, Rep Pro? Pro. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh then we got John Moxley retaining his IWGP United States Championship against Juice Robinson, twelve minutes forty eight seconds. Dude, I wasn't I don't remember this match really. I watched it, I don't remember it. Was it did it suck? I just I just didn't like it. I don't think it was – I don't remember anything big happening. That's probably why I was falling asleep or something. I, I, I just don't remember it. I'm I'm not going to be on board with Moxley. Like, I know everybody, like, disagrees with that. I just can't get on board with it. Like, with him as what? Just him in general? I, or him as, like, an IWGP champion? I think both. Because I, I – I'm not saying he's not a main event guy. I'm, I would never say that. That's not fair. I can't get past him being Dean Ambrose. You need to figure that out because he's not Dean Ambrose anymore. I know. <laughs> I just can't. It's but to me, it's the same fucking character. It's it's Dean Ambrose with a little bit of the uh, the guard taken off. Like he can do a little more. Yes, I mean it's totally is. But see, I didn't dislike Dean Ambrose. I just hated the shit that they made him do, yeah. like the stupid no. stuff. He's fine, and I, I mean everybody has a place. It's yeah. just not not. For he's me. not. He's not your thing. That's fine. Yeah. It doesn't have to be your. Ju- I just and I'm a juice guy, so yeah. I didn't like that. That's outcome. hard. That makes it harder too right. for you to like Moxley in this match. Well, and I am a little, I am curious and also disappointed. Like, what is going to happen with this this relationship? Because you know, all eyes were kind of on the Chris Jericho and Tanahashi thing, mm-hmm. and we'll get to that. But like, more about Moxley with the IWGP. U.S. title, you know, like, is he going to, I would love to see that belt on TNT. I would And I think that's a good business decision by New New Japan. By both companies. Yeah, because then you're like, hey, check this, like, whose belt is that? Oh, that's IWGP, that's New Japan's title. Check them out. They just had Wrestle Kingdom. You know, like, you're not going to see until, I don't, I can't say that, I guess, but you're not going to see a better... Uh, WWE show, dare I say, AEW pay-per-view this year than this. Which AEW, I can definitely see that. They can they can do something of this caliber. There will never be a World Wrestling Entertainment pay-per-view that is anything like a Wrestle Kingdom. But, um, anyways, I, I'm kind of curious as to see where this goes. But, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm definitely with you on this match, Moxley and Juice. I didn't find anything amazing about it to me it was just a fed match i thought they worked well together and yeah. obviously they had a history because they were down in the nxt together or uh, yeah. fc yeah, they told the whole story they drank yeah. beers together yeah he said it like three times yeah <laughs> um but it's i just wanted it to be more of a straightforward wrestling match and moxley going to the outside and the chair and just, it was just i don't uh, think he can do it man i think i, I know i get yeah, that's think, what i want that's what i want i want a I straightforward fucking pro wrestling match with john moxley. john moxley yes i don't want a fucking hardcore match he's not fucking mcfoley and even and mcfoley it, could have a straightforward fucking wrestling match 
Okay, I get that. I I can see that because I I feel that way a little bit. I like his hardcore thing, but I, I like him like as a see... I like him as a person. He seems like he'd be a really cool dude to fucking hang out with. I'm not saying that at all. Like I have nothing against him. I just want a you, you real like hardcore gimmick. Match. Yeah, yeah. I like hardcore matches, but do something else. Yeah, I want to see some sh- like he, him in Japan. Everybody's stoked on it, but. He doesn't do the chain wrestling and the high spots and the cool shit that they do in Japan. He does right. the same kind of it thing that he does in the US. His gimmick doesn't fit. No, I don't think I don't think it does fit in Japan. And he's probably getting good paydays for it. And they obviously sure. brought him there for a reason, and that's yeah. fine. That's great. But knowing that if we get this John Moxley and Chris Jericho match at Revolution, AEW's Revolution, I wouldn't expect it to be a barn burner by any means. No, I'm, I think be- I, I think they'll do their best. It'll be no DQ for It'll sure. It'll be no fucking DQ. No question about it. For sure. Or a last man standing or something like that. But, uh, yeah, Mox, I, I'm with I'm with you on that. He needs, he, if he's going to be in Japan, he needs to adapt to the Japan style. Show me a, a different a side different. of your character. Yeah, I would like, like Your to character see that. should have you. more than just one. You can't, everybody in Japan wrestles more than one style. They have that style that they're known for, but they yeah. can all adapt to other styles. Yeah. AJ Styles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I just felt like uh, Hiroki Goto defeated Kenta mm-hmm. for the Never Openweight Championship. 60 minutes, 12 seconds. They should call this the Never Soft Hitting Championship because yes. anytime there's a Never Openweight title match, it's just beat the shit out of each other. I This is probably one up there with one of my favorite matches of the weekend. Yeah, it was really good. But before we get too far into this one, Going back after the Moxley match with Juice. Oh, uh, shit, I forgot. Yeah. Minoru Suzuki comes out and, you know, has him down on the mat and puts his foot on his chest and holds the belt up. So that's yeah. going to be fucking great, I think. I think that's really going to show – that that's an opportunity for Moxley to prove to me that he can he can wrestle a different yeah, style. Yeah, Minoru Suzuki can bring that out of him in that match, I think. I want, I want to see – I just – you don't have to have a chair or a table. Even just just beat stand the shit out of each other eye to eye and just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, hard forearms, punches, whatever. But just don't don't even you don't even have to go to the outside. Stay we'll in the that, ring. We'll get that Dominion there sooner. I think. Yeah, yeah stay, probably, I'm, I'm with you. Just I want to eye to eye. Just beat the shit out of each other. That's what I want to see. I want to see Moxley fight Suzuki and Suzuki's style. That super strong style. Yeah. I want to see that. I'm with you. I mean, I, I I agree with you on the Moxley Japan thing, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I like the hardcore thing, but I do. I would like to see him do Japan style wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goto and Kenta, um, man, just a hard hitting badass match. I love the Never Open Weight Title. It, it produces so many good matches, and uh, it's cool. Like, I mean, Kenta that's like the the whole thing when we were talking about on the top ten matches of the decade, Ishii and Suzuki. That was I mean, one of yours, yeah. Fuck it. I mean, that was for the British heavyweight, but I mean, they did the never open weight too. They've just had back that, and yeah. forth, fucking just beating the shit out of each other matches, and it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't matter who has that belt or who's going for. They the belt. beat the sh- like hard, hard like, hit. It doesn't dude. matter, like, and it doesn't matter what size you are. You could be a two hundred five guy going against a heavyweight. It doesn't matter, and that's that's the great thing about it being never open weight. It's just whoever wants to go for that fucking belt can go for it. You know what's cool too about Japan is watching this is I can turn it on and like this be like I don't necessarily know like I know Goto and Kenta but I I don't 
follow them all the way, but I get excited when I'm like, yeah, I like, I like Goto winning this or like, I like Kenta having that. I, I don't know. You can turn on Japan at any time and just enjoy the show for what it is because there's not a bunch of bullshit storytelling. They tell the story in the, in the ring. That's what's cool about Japan is everything. The stories are told in between the ropes, not all in the press conferences too. And that's, that's a cool way of doing business. But, uh, you can turn on any Japan show and just watch, and you can watch the story unfold before your eyes, and you can be like, oh, this is what's going on. Just by them beating the shit out of each other, you can figure it out. Yeah. So, anyway, but yeah. And go- the, the press conference thing, I, I said it about AEW when they first started. I, I want that to be more prominent in, in their shows. In the States, yeah. After every Dynamite, I feel like, and I thought they were going to for a while, and that's why we got that email about the, the press passes and stuff for Dynamite. Yeah. I thought they were going to do that after every show, and they're not. And it, I just, it's whatever. I feel like if, and I'm going to save it for Jericho thing, so... Okay, anyways, go to Defeated Kenta, hard-hitting match. I love the Never Open Weight title. It just produces so many good matches. Uh, we got the loser versus loser match here. Jay White with Gato, of course, defeated Kota Ibushi in 24 minutes, 58 seconds, almost 25 minutes. It's kind of a bummer to watch Kota Ibushi go 0-2 this weekend. Um, yeah, that, that's a that's, little rough. I was thinking that as soon as uh, Jay White beat him, that was my first real opinion I formed as something I wanted to talk about here. Is like I said earlier, you know, we were going into it thinking of it's Ibushi's weekend. It's his, his time. He's paid his dues. He's a singles. He's, you know, he's ready. And then yeah. to watch him go 0-2 was so fucking disheartening for me as a fan of, of wrestling in general. Like, I wanted him to succeed so much and for him to go 0-2 kind of sucked. But maybe that's something that is going to build on going forward. And that, that's the thing, though, with Japan. It's like we watched Kenny get beat by Okada so many times and not win the big one. So maybe that's kind of the same. They're going to follow that same story arc here with Ibushi. I could see that. I didn't, I didn't really think of it that way, but yeah, I think you could be right on that. Is he, I think it's, I think the story that was told here was Ibushi made it so far and he just, he fell flat. He didn't make it all the way. And I think that's like, keep telling that story and, he can, he's going he's gonna to have a good 2020, I think, or he'll go downward and then back upward. Maybe he'll win the G1 against something. But I think we'll see, there's no doubt, we'll see Ibushi in a somewhat high-profile match at Dominion, at G1, and definitely at Wrestle Kingdom next year. I think mm-hmm. he's not done. He just, no. just kind of fell short of having a badass weekend, you know, <laughs> by two losses, but... Either way, I mean, I mean, it was, and I liked, I think I liked, I don't know which Jay White match I liked better. I liked, um, I liked night one better, actually. It's, it's a hard one for me because he, it's Jay White clashing with the Japan style. Not that, like, he's adapted to it, but um, those guys just move around a little more than a big white dude like him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah. Ah, that's a hard one, man. Which Jay White match did I like better? I want to say the Ibushi one because there was so much more. I had more emotion invested in it. But Naito's my guy, man. So yeah, I think I, I think I, I'm gonna agree with you on the night one. But it was definitely disheartening to see him lose two yeah. nights in a row after winning the like he won the G1, you know. So it's like you think like, holy shit, this dude's going all the way. 
You always feel like to. coming out of G1 with that briefcase, it's kind of like you're expecting them to win the title. Yeah, and then Jay White was fighting him. He's like, I'm not a fucking loser. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I, I'm a bit, I like Jay White, man. I, I, I definitely can say I really like Jay White. I like I just, him better now with the longer beard. I'll give him that. I like that. I like like he's big and he's Bullet Club and the Switchblade is a cool gimmick. I'm I like Jay White, man. And he's I just, a, and he's a I can't, I can't get get past the Edward Scissorhands. Uh, oh, I knew you. Had, that's right. I knew you. Jack had some Sparrow kind of crush with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. It's he's Johnny Depp if he was a wrestler. Well, that's all right. He's good at it. Yeah, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not knocking the gimmick. I'm just no, saying, I know, I, I know. That's what he reminds me of. It's nothing, nothing wrong with it. All right, and then up next, in a very surprising victory, Chris Jericho defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi by submission. 22 minutes, 24 seconds. Tanahashi had won. He would have received a match for Jericho's AEW title at uh, Revolution. But weirdly enough, Chris Jericho won. This was almost like... Chris Jericho hasn't won in Japan. He always gets beat. He comes and starts a bunch of shit, and then he gets beat up. He never won in Tokyo, Dome. <laughs> no, yeah, okay, that's more, more. yes. He's never won in Tokyo, Dome. Yeah, that was so, their thing going into the match. They were talking about it. With this being kind of his, like, whatever, fourth, fifth, sixth match in Japan, sixth, fourth, fifth, or sixth high-profile match in Japan, whatever it is, now it just feels like Chris Jericho is going through his Japan motions at the Tokyo Dome. Or or Osaka Joe Hall Dominion, he does the same. He does the table spot. He flips off the camera. Mm-hmm. He calls him a son of a bitch. It's Ric Flair esque. Yeah, he, and I think maybe that's because he's gonna turn fifty this year. Yeah, maybe that's why is because he's getting older. But like, I would like to see a little more excitement in a Chris Jericho. Like, if you're gonna call yourself a goat, he's he's one of the greatest of all time. I love Jericho. I always just have. I always have to. <laughs> like justify this but if you're gonna call yourself that and be um this dude do like kind of surprise us with something a little new every now and then try not to make it the same spots at the same time every match you know Mm -hmm. the knee spot comes first then when they're Mm -hmm. down he does the flip off Mm -hmm. he does the walls he does and that's like you know that's his thing but that little springboard drop kick off that middle he does that yeah that. that that match though this match here we're talking about tanahashi it's when he fucking hit that, like, I was just thinking, oh, fuck, I hope this isn't like a Christopher Daniels botch moment because I saw him going for it. And I was like, please fucking hit it. And he nailed it. And it was awesome. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you, man. And, and I, as I wear my Chris Jericho shirt that Levi got me, thanks for the shirt, by the way. Um, <laughs> and Zubas, by the way, I'm wearing those. Because oh, it's, nice. It's cold out, man. And, uh, and it, which is weird because I grilled yesterday, or smoked ribs yesterday, and it was like fucking seventy five. And today it was the car was covered in fucking I'm frost. I'm done with the Arkansas weather. <laughs> anyway, like sorry. literally, I'm finished. I got off on a fucking tangent, but um, dude, I'm I'm with you. I just I felt like, and not that it wasn't a good match because it was a yeah, it, it was a good match. it was a good yeah. you know nowadays Two dudes plus forty Chris, plus man Chris Jericho type of match. But I want to when it's Russell Kingdom like. This match at Dominion, fine. I'm fine with that. But this match at Wrestle Kingdom, I wanted to see more. I wanted I, to see different shit. I didn't want to see two years ago Chris Jericho at Wrestle Kingdom. It's Kenny flipping off the camera and doing that. Like, I love the shtick. I, but I it's, love it's Chris every Jericho's match character. Now. But it's not necessary. Bagahashi! 
<laughs> now, now, from a business standpoint, I do get it that it wasn't mm-hmm. a crazy balls-to-the-wall match because mm-hmm. Chris Jericho is the AEW world champion, and he can't risk getting hurt. Right. So I get, I get that, but... Like, it, that, that's the perfect. That's the perfect analogy for this match. It was a safe match. It was a safe match. Both dudes are forty plus. Tanahashi is one of their poster boys. Chris Jericho is AEW's poster boy right now. I thought and... of something earlier today when I was actually taking a shit. <laughs> it was the ace. Time. It was the ace versus the ace hole. <laughs> the ace versus the ace hole. That's pretty good. I, I, I like know that. What made me think of that? But. I, I I mean I popped myself when I was on the of toilet. It. I love yeah. the idea of you sitting there shitting and laughing at that. <laughs> I was. I was just like, that's so fucking funny. Like that should have been the tagline in like a t-shirt. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So we won't see Tanahashi come to AEW. Maybe we'll still see this Moxley and Jericho match at Revolution. Which hopefully Moxley dethrones Jericho here. I like Jericho as champ, but I'm ready for a new champion. Whether it yeah. be Moxley or Omega or whoever, I'd really, I'd really like to see a different AEW champion. Jericho's doing a really good job with it. That's why it's kind of hard to take the belt off him because I, I, I'm starting to understand now. Like, you really got to be careful about who you put that belt on next. Because I would love for it to go to Omega next, but I don't, I don't even think he's had enough TV time, dude. It, it's, it's not time for Omega. Like we've I, talked about, they're still building that that story to where he's coming back. Yeah. And then, you know, he's been tagging with Hangman, and Hangman's going through this whole thing where he's a drunk mess because he can't win. And and I'm fine with it. Like, I'm fine with waiting for that moment because I want it to be a bigger deal when Omega wins. I want the American audience to be like, holy shit, this is what we've heard about. Yeah. Because for the most part, I mean, unless you're a hardcore wrestling fan like us and, like, people that watch BTE and stuff, they don't know... Kenny Omega like 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 we've watched at Wrestle Kingdom and in New Japan in general. Yeah. So I feel like that build is gonna it's it's gonna take time, but I feel like the payoff will be worth it. But I I'm with you. I, I think I mean Jericho's been a great champion, but it it's been since September now. I'm not I think he'll get it back November at some point. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean he can he can take a little bit of a break. Rest up, go on the it's road, just, and when the new album, Fozzie album, comes out, because it is coming out this year, I'm not going to say November like I did, and it wasn't coming <laughs> out, because I thought it was. I thought I saw the release date for November 19, but it wasn't, but I, I'm assuming it's going to be, in, but I did notice that Fozzie did put out dates, and Wednesday is not on any of the schedules. Like, there's always time for him to get to the show and get back to the that's good thing tour. about the one day a week. See, the only, yeah. thing I, the only thing that's questionable now, and then we'll get to the Okada match, but is if Jericho loses the belt, where does that leave the inner circle? Because he's not really, he wouldn't really be that important if he lost the belt, and the inner right. circle becomes not so relevant. That's, so, why I, I'm, that's why I wasn't quick to buy the shirt, and that's why I still haven't bought the shirt, because I don't feel like it's going to last very long. I don't. I don't either. And I. And I. Quite frankly, I think there needs to be a different faction because, you know, here's the thing. I just don't like the name, the Inner Circle, and the members don't go together to me. Okay, if I'm being honest with the Inner Circle thing, those guys just other than Santana and Ortiz, but like maybe Jake Hager can go with Jericho, but like everybody else, I just don't, I feel like they don't go together. 
Like, it's, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's weird. Like, I, I like it. I like the faction, but there's something about it that doesn't go together. After watching for a couple of weeks, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just, maybe it just nothing's good enough for me faction-wise unless it's Bullet Club or NWL. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. I kind of like it because it's a potpourri. Like, you've got Sammy Guevara, who's that, that young, fresh-faced guy who's, you know, trying to come up, so... He's looking for Jericho as a mentor. Then you got the tag team with Santana and Ortiz. And then you got Hager, who's the fucking muscle. Granted, yeah. I still want to see him in a fucking match, which I hope we're getting soon with the end of Dynamite last week. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be him and Dustin Rhodes. So. See, that um, part I get, but the part that, like, I get what you're saying, but when no, you sit I there get and what think about too. yeah, when you sit there and think about Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, and Santana Ortiz sitting on a plane, kayfabe or, or real sitting there sipping champagne and shooting the shit together. Like, I mean, Jericho can talk to anybody, but it's also like, is that, are they really like best buds? You know, can you believe that? No. Well, and, and, and I, know, I mean, it's... you see it all the time on Jericho's social media. He's by himself. Yeah. So, so it, I don't, it, I don't know. It, I like the inner circle, but I don't. I maybe get I, what maybe you're I saying, though, because yeah. when, when you look back at like NWO and I know they're different, but you look back at NWO as Hogan, Hall, Nash, you know, uh, X-Pac, all these guys who have been around and, you know, obviously... They set a hard bar, dude. Obviously, Hogan and Hall and Nash, I mean, they weren't buds in the fucking Fed. Like, let's call it what it is. No. But no. They, were, they were so synonymous with WWF that when they did that, it made it a bigger deal. So if, like, if it was Jericho, Hager, uh, Dustin Rhodes, Cody, like, if they made a faction, it would make more sense because they're those, quote-unquote, outsiders coming in and that's the inner circle but yeah it doesn't work i mean it doesn't always work out the way we plan it because we're not in the business but i don't know man i i don't know maybe i went off on a little too much of a tangent but there's just part of it that just doesn't some something about the inner circle doesn't go together this is the kind of shit that i wish was in the beginning of our episodes because i feel like when we, people are gone by now. People are gone, either gone by now or they're just burnt out. <laughs> so they don't really yeah. get what we're saying. So I'm going to clip this and put it on uh, Instagram so people can hear it. But okay, uh, no, going back to the Jericho uh, Tanahashi thing. I love the, the post-match press conference with Jericho because he said, and this to me was my biggest takeaway from this weekend. And that's why I want to say it before we get to the match. But... Uh, he, you know, he said he's been in this business for 29 years, and if he's been in this business for that long, because he's not a stupid businessman, he wants yeah. him coming to Japan and being the AW champion and bringing those two things together. He wants this working partnership. Yeah, maybe more than anybody. He knows what's good because for he knows that he see. He said, "I see money in in the guys here, in New Japan, as well as AW, and if we work together." You know, that's good business for everybody. Bringing it, bringing AEW to Japan and, and New Japan to the U.S. and making it bigger. Because, I mean, New Japan comes to the U.S., but we've seen if the Japan houses and, and they're not what they should be. No. If Japan and AEW work together, they can sell out, keep, continue to sell out arenas. And I'm not saying be like AEW slash New Japan, but be like, you know, hey, this show. New Japan's going to invade a little bit. Yeah. And, like, that'd be awesome. Dude, a New Japan invasion at AEW yeah. would be amazing. Yeah. Have... And then Kenny has to figure out who to side with. Yeah. And, like, yeah. that'd be awesome, dude. Just have, like, Okada like... and Tanahashi come over and, like, 
they have a Jericho Tanahashi match and a Kenny Okada match maybe, or Ibushi yeah. and Kenny face off, you know, just some something you can start off with it being like a partnership light. Like, okay, AEW guys are going to Japan, Moxley and Jericho. Why yeah, shouldn't bring some of your guys over? Why here. shouldn't a couple of their guys come over here and right and show off their talents? Yeah, it, it, it's smart. It's smart booking. It makes sense. So I hope that I hope it works out, and I hope we see it by the end of the year. Yeah, that'd be great. And uh, we finally made it to the end of Wrestle Kingdom after a long tangent. Chris Jericho always starts us off. Uh, Tetsuya Naito, the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, defeated Kazucho Okada to become the Intercontinental and Heavyweight IWGP Champions. Thirty-five minutes and thirty-seven seconds. And this match was the match of the weekend, I guess you could say, because there's so much riding on it. And I rewatched it this morning with Tommy while he was getting ready for school. And he, I mean, amazing. even after watching it once, you know, he's still like, oh, oh, oh. Like you were talking about earlier with your friend. Yeah. And it, it's, to me, that's like what it's all about. Like he, he understands enough to know that like certain things hurt a little more, even in wrestling yeah. than they, those bumps hurt than, than <laughs> WWE. And he even said, he goes, nobody's really on that WWE thing anymore, are they? <laughs> I swear no, to God. not really, And I son. just, like, I was just like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he was like. I mean, there's just better wrestling, yeah, dude. he's like, I like this wrestling better than WWE. And I was like, I, I'm with you. I totally get it. It's better. Yeah, you're right, kid. Hey, kid. Smoke up, Johnny. Smoke up, Tammy. <laughs> But, but yeah, man, Okada and Naito is uh, what were you about to say? You no, I was just gonna say this. This was definitely the match of the weekend, and Naito winning finally, finally. I was I popped when he got that three count, yep. dude. I got so excited, I popped. I was like, finally, it's Naito's. Like the story behind Naito is great because like they kind of pushed him, Roman Reigns esque. The fans weren't into him, so then they had to pull him back, mm-hmm. and then like then he got on top, and then. They gave it back to Okada like he had failed, and then now finally, like it's it's like they called it seven years in the making. Finally, Naito won both belts. The crowd is ch- clapping, they're cheering, they're on his side, and like it's all it all worked out now. Like Naito is where he belongs finally, and I hope he holds, I hope he holds the heavyweight belt for a while, like if not the whole year, because I, I you know the Intercontinental title, he can hold it for a while. I'm glad he's double champion, but. He's going to drop it at some point, but I hope he holds that belt for a while, man, because he deserves it. And Naito's great, dude. He's probably one of my favorite Japanese wrestlers. I really like him. Like we said a couple of weeks ago, that it factor, man, he's got it. He does, dude. And the, the moves and just everything, but this match, the, the 20 Rainmakers was kind of, it was kind of where I wasn't really 20, but you know, probably seven. Or eight, like however many Rainmakers hit, they were kind of worrying me because he, I was like, dude, he's gonna win, and like if Okada had won, I definitely would be a little bummed. Yeah, but if he, but I also would be like, okay, you know, he obviously they're gonna give it to him. He deserves it. He's one of the best. But I'm so glad Naito got the win. And the the thing of to me about this match when I knew Naito was gonna win was when Okada was working his knee. Hmm. That just to the table, and then he kept working the knee to in the, in the ring, and then he finally hit that that one knee drop where he where he sat down with it, and I was like, "There's no way Okada's winning this fucking match." 
The, yeah. Just that the way the story was fold unfolding, like during the match, I was like, "There's no fucking way." And then he starts hitting all those rainmakers, and like you, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, but that's the that that nice up and down flow of of a of a hard hitting championship match in Japan. The story was all there. It, it was all there, and it was so fucking awesome. Just now, you yeah. know, finally you know, achieving that top tier the top belt in Japan and, and after, like you said, seven years. And, and it is funny that you say that it was, it was a very Roman Reigns as push at first when they were trying to get him to the top and the fans, yeah, just like, weren't really into him. but now yeah. it, it, it came together more organically because he, he showed that he could work and his character and just that fucking it factor. And it finally paid it, off. Yeah. Great, I'm, great I'm very weekend. glad that he won. Yeah, dude, rest, I'm I'm going to be watching parts of Wrestle Kingdom today. There's no doubt about that. I'll be I'll be watching some Wrestle Kingdom stuff. I might watch the Goto and Kenta match. I definitely want to watch Okada and Naito again, and I definitely want to watch. I want to watch the four kind of main event matches again. Yeah, Jay White, Nabushi, Abushi, Okada, Naito, and Jay White, or what, however it goes. Yeah. Anyways, I want to watch those again. But I definitely want to watch Okada and Naito, so that one will probably be the first one I watch. I found second watch was better than the first watch. Yeah, because the first one, you're kind of like, there's almost, after the whole show, like the main event, I'm kind of like, this is amazing and all, but like I kind of want it to be over with. Yeah. So I can move on. But then at the same time, it's like, holy shit, it's Naito and Okada. I hope Naito wins this. I hope Naito wins this. I hope Naito wins this, you know, like kind of holding on, but. Anyways, yeah. I'm going to watch some pieces of it again. I probably won't watch New Year's Dash. I know I said I would watch more. I might watch the main event, the, the Bullet Club versus uh, LIJ match, but I, I was, just to see Naito come out with the belts. Just because I feel like if I don't watch New Year's Dash, I'm going to already be off the New Japan wagon for a while. Oh, that's a good point. You might be right. I feel like I, I might have, be with you. And I, I think I'm going to, I'll probably watch it at bedtime. I think I'll save it. Because yeah, I got errands to run. I don't know what the surprise is, but I'm sure there is one. Because New Year's Dash is like the Raw after Mania for wrestling. Yeah, Kingdom. it is totally, totally. There's always a return, or somebody invades, or there's always something. Something happens. So, and it's already over, and I have no idea because I haven't looked. Because I try to stay away, but I'm sure I'll see it when I start working on this to post it. Who's who I, did Jericho attack? Yeah, right. <laughs> who who's like, next seriously. in line for for the for the heavyweight title. Yeah. Is it is it going to be another Okada affair? I, I just want, I hope Okada doesn't win G1, but I have a feeling he might win it this year uh, to get that big yeah. rematch, but they also might just go ahead and do it Dominion and get it over with. I they should do it at Dominion and let Naito hold the belt all year. I think that's what, and then somebody else win G1. And I'd totally be fine with Ibushi winning G1 again and finally winning the belt next year. Naito and Ibushi would be a great match, and I was kind of looking forward to that this year. Yeah. But the hard part about that is if we would have got Naito and Ibushi, I wouldn't know whose side to be on. I'm Because I like both of them. I'm setting a goal for myself. In the next five years, I want to go to Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's a huge goal. It's, I mean, it's financially, it's going to be tough. But I want to figure it out to where I can do that. because, Or even the next 10 years. Like, even if it's when, you know, Tommy's a little older or whatever, because he'll be, I mean, 10 years, he'll be a junior in high school. <laughs> Almost. 
So yeah. that's crazy to think that, but man, I, I've always been just so like, I've never been a huge anime guy. Like I've never been into it, but the, just the culture and, you know, and the wrestling culture alone, just, I'd go there for the food. Oh man. And the food, the, the beer. Yeah. Uh, just, it seems like such a cool place just, but I feel like I would be so overwhelmed with everything. Like I would, there's no way I could get everything done. Nah. Not, especially on one visit. But I want to, like, I want to go to Robert Steakhouse and get one of those fucking jackets. Like, I huh. I will pay big money. Like, and I've seen some. Yeah. But I don't want to get one that's like a knockoff. So I haven't bought one on eBay. But I want one of those fucking jackets. <laughs> Classic, man. All right, well, Levi's got to go pay rent and get tags for his car. So there you go. Let's take Starting her off home. the new year right. Got to pay. Yeah. Got to pay those gimmicks. Yep. So follow us on Twitter, Heels and Quads, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. I'm at Levi Dezen on Twitter and Levi Zinfandel on Instagram. Follow the show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Miss Tommy Walter on Twitter, Tommy Walter live on Instagram. All right. Well. Be sure to go check out Wrestle Kingdom. You can watch the Year of Japan with us, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Be sure to also tell your friends. Tell your enemies. And we'll talk to you next week. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads. Bye. The N-OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve, too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.